Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. That was a called play, and I called it, Chuck. Hey, Chuck, and I made some good calls today, too. You sure did. You sure did. Hey, welcome in. Glad you're here. As we begin a new week on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and brought to you in part by Bat Saracen and the Bat Saracen app. Got a lot of ground to cover as we begin the new week. Basketball Razorbacks played Saturday. Didn't go so well. Went better for the Razorback women yesterday. It's Super Bowl week, and Razorback baseball's right around the corner. So all of that is out there as uh, we get started today. I guess we'll begin with the basketball game in Baton Rouge on Saturday. LSU took control early. They led by 21 at one point in the first half. They were up, I guess, by 15 at the break. As many as 28 in the second half and ended up settling for a 95-74 to win. Most points the Razorbacks have given up this season. This was must post-game. Yeah, certainly have to give LSU credit, but we got to get a lot better. The defending the three has been a problem all year. It's our job as coaches to get them to execute the game plan. We knew that they're a good three-point shooting team. Baker having a career night, 9 of 11, 4 for 5. I mean, those numbers are hard to do when you're in a gym alone. So his 25 points, and then Cook's been a starter for him. He comes in and goes 7-7 for the foul line. And defensively, not good. Offensively, not good. Hopefully we would be able to capitalize off our last two games. Obviously, we did not. Disappointed that we weren't able to capitalize from what we have done the last 80 minutes of play. And, and uh, you know, not a good game for us today. You know, you could take that soundbite right there. And you could plug it in after a lot of the games that the Razorbacks have played this year. And I think that's probably what's so frustrating. And you can hear the you can hear the frustration in the coach's voice when he enumerates all the things that went wrong in the game. And it is at times almost like a broken record. They've got nine games to play. They're eleven and eleven overall right now. They're two and seven in Southeastern Conference play as they make the turn, they're not in a good spot. I think we all understand right now what's got to happen. If this team's going to make the NCAA tournament, they're probably going to have to win the thing in Nashville. In fact, I don't admit the word probably. They're going to have to win the tournament in Nashville if they're going to make the NCAAs. The week ahead could bring the return of Trevin Brazil. Uh, He's been out with some knee issues, maybe a little bit closer, but he's not really practiced much yet. Maybe he'll be able to do that during the open week. Devontae Davis remains away from the basketball team. If there's going to be any movement there, and I don't know that there is, but if there's going to be any movement there, one would imagine it would happen this week. If it doesn't happen this week, it might not happen. I don't know. I'm just speculating, kind of like everybody else. But I have still not given up on the possibility of Devo coming back this year. I don't know how much difference it's going to make, just to be perfectly honest. I don't know. 
But I think Devo needs to be part of this basketball team. My sense is, and I'm not, you know, I'm too old to be close to these guys, but my sense is that, you know, sometimes a player needs the team as much as the team needs the player, if not more. And I don't know that that's the case here, but I've kind of wondered. And let's just see what happens as we move through the week. Georgia's got a game during the middle of the week. The Razorbacks don't. It'll be a 5 o'clock tip-off next Saturday night at Bud Walton Arena, and that seems like a world away right now before the Razorbacks play again. Now, it was much different for the Razorback women yesterday. Some of you may have watched it. They didn't play until 5 o'clock on Sunday evening. So uh, by that time, whatever it was that you had to do that day, uh, probably finished. I watched a good bit of the game. It didn't start very well. You know, Auburn jumped out to a 17-6 lead. The Razorbacks, I think it was 11 at halftime. It was either 11 or 9. Uh, You know, Auburn was in control, seemingly. And then the third quarter happened. And Arkansas outscored him, I think, 31-11. Talia Scott had 17 points in the third quarter. She ended up scoring 10 more in the fourth quarter. She ended up with 33 points, if I'm not mistaken. And either 26 or 27 of those came after halftime. She was the star in the final half of the ballgame, second half of the ballgame. She got a little time on the SEC Network when it was over. We just started playing with more energy and started matching their physicality. You know, they were really physical with us in the first half, and I don't feel like we were matching that really at all. And so we came back in the second half, matched their physicality, matched their energy, got hype energy. Energy ran wild in the second half, and that really helped us, especially defensively too. 33 points for you overall. Congrats. Big night. 17 in the third quarter. What was going on? Please explain that to us. Yeah, it was, my teammates were giving me the ball in great positions where I was able to score and make my moves and get to the basket. Uh, my shot started falling. It wasn't falling in the first half. It started going down, and I just started feeling it, you know, just heat checking it. <laughs> you sure did. You sure did. And, and you were out for six games with an injury. You came back in the Alabama game, came off the bench, 10 points in that game, kind of below your standards, yeah, right? Well. But a big game tonight. What did it feel like to get back into flow for you? Yeah, all it took was just me getting back in the rhythm, and I felt like this game I really got back in the rhythm of how I was playing before I got hurt and before I had to take that break. And that's all it took, really. You know, the Alabama was just me feeling it back, just getting back on the court, getting my wind up. But this game, it was my rhythm was back, and I just started feeling it. And obviously you secure a great win tonight. Lots of more basketball to play as we continue to finish out February. You know, what's going to be a key for your team to find success? Yeah, defensively. We have to battle defensively. I feel like we're a good offensive team, but I feel like sometimes we forget about the defensive part of the game and the rebounding and the physicality part. And I feel like if we match that with the teams that we have left on the schedule, we'll be really good for the rest of the season. Now, if you don't know, Scott's a freshman. She's from the state of Florida. She's as good a player as Arkansas has had in a while. I mean, Chelsea Dungy was a big star a few years ago. Uh, This young lady can score. And if you watched the ball game yesterday, you know that particularly in the third and fourth quarters, uh, she was by far the best player on the floor. Hey, I want to talk a little baseball in just a second, but first, Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company, my partners, in the real estate game. And for me, the real estate game was first as a first-time home buyer. Then it was a first-time home seller. Then it was a second-time home buyer and a second-time home seller. And you know the process. As you age, you move, and 
You need a real estate partner. You need somebody that's there every step of the way. For me, it's Ben Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. You know, I can tell you that each time, each time we were involved in a transaction, the process of getting from contract to close was very simple, at least for me. I'm sure it probably wasn't for them, but they made it easy for me. And particularly now, maybe now more than ever, you need someone in the game with you who understands exactly what's going on. Somebody that does this every single day. Somebody that understands all the housing market news that we read and hear about. They understand what it means in your backyard, what it means for your property, what it means for the home you're trying to find. Uh, that's what you get with a real estate pro, and it's what you'll always get with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. They're in Washington County. They're in Benton County. They're in the River Valley. They're servicing north-central Arkansas and southern Missouri out of their office in Branson. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Well, that's a great question and a great point, Chuck. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online can continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. You know, I was thinking that I remember back in the fall when it became obvious it was not going to be a banner year in football. We heard people say, well, when does basketball start? Now the basketball season's not going all that great. When does baseball start? Well, pretty soon would be the short answer a week from Friday. As a matter of fact, Arkansas basically is a consensus top five preseason pick. I guess one poll at him at number one. I think I saw one poll at him at number one, maybe. I've seen them ranked fourth or fifth, but generally speaking, top five. They've got a lot of talent. They got position battles all over the place among good players. I mean, good players are battling it out. We talk a lot about NIL and how it's affected football and how it's affected men's basketball. Generally speaking, those are the sports we talk about when we bring up NIL, but it affects all the sports. Dave Van Horn, the Razorback skipper, the longtime Razorback skipper, was on Phil's show the other day, halftime. Phil asked him about NIL. I, I just thought it was an interesting answer. First off, I'm, I'm glad the student athletes have an opportunity to make some money, you know, especially in our sport. Baseball, you know, we get 11.7 scholarships. We don't even have 12 full scholarships for our roster, if you look at it. And that's it's not 12. You get 12 for every class. You get 12 for four classes. So, it's very difficult, and these kids are leaving out of here that are really good players, and they owe a lot of money, loans and different things. And now with NIL, you know, they can get some help there. Recruiting with it is uh, it's very touchy. You know, I even have to watch what I say. You know, it's like the rules, and it's interesting. I just I just wish it was more cut and dried. And, you know, I'll say maybe you should put a limit on it, but I guess professional sports, they have a salary cap and different things. And, there's some that have and some that have some. There's some that have a lot more than others and could really get separated talent-wise down the road. I mean, we're holding our own right now with recruiting and, and we feel like we can coach them and, and get the best out of them. When you really start looking at it, if the team's just loaded with NIL money plus scholarships, 
it can get to the point where it's going to be tough to, to handle them. I'm good with it. I wish we had more NIL money. I'll say that. I mean, that's a fact. And we've been smart with it. We're not just slinging it around. We're we're trying to recruit the right kids and lead them maybe to where they can get some. But, uh, yeah, it's a little difficult. Hey, it affects everything. I mean, it affects every sport. It's entirely changed the landscape. That goes for baseball, too. By the way, that first weekend when Arkansas takes on James Madison – it's a four-game series, but it's a Friday through Monday series. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Lots of times when you have four-game sets, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But they'll start on Friday. That'll be the opening day, February 16th. They'll play through Monday. And then the Razorbacks will uh, head to that tournament in Texas the week after that. Hey, it's Super Bowl week, and that means they're ready at the Bet Saracen app. I mean, if you are going to be the most informed Super Bowl wagerer, you got to download the Bet Saracen app. I know there are lots of national sports betting apps, and they're all going to be alive and cooking this week, I guarantee you. But I also know there are laws in our state that keep a lot of those national betting apps from operating in our state. And unless you're one of the lucky ones that's actually heading to Vegas, it's impossible to legally bet Vegas odds. So that leaves the Bet Saracen app. And if you're just one of those who likes to turn on the game and then make wagers within the game, they got you covered at the Bet Saracen app. There are a bunch of parlays, all sorts of exotic wagering possibilities. And, of course, it's not just the Super Bowl. We've got a week of basketball before we get there. SEC basketball, the NBA, each and every night. All the latest odds, all the latest lines, it's all there at the Bet Saracen app. You'll find out very quickly why it is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app because it's Vegas, Arkansas style. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. Speaking of the Super Bowl, the 49ers, I guess, open as a one-point favorite. Last time I looked at the Bet Saracen app, two-and-a-half points. San Francisco's a slight favorite, I guess would be the best way to put it, and I don't guess anything's going to change as we move through the week. Now, they're doing media day a little bit different, a little bit differently, I guess would be the proper way to say it. They're going to do it tonight, and we're recording this on Monday, so tonight means Monday night. It's going to air for, I think, like three, four, five hours. It starts i think it's six tonight and it's going to run until maybe 10 or 11 and the nfl network's going to air this cbs has the super bowl this year so they're going all in they're kind of auxiliary sports channel cbs sports network they're going to carry a lot of this tonight this is when they'll do the interviews with the players some of them will be legit some of them will be stupid this is when you'll hear reporters from all over the place ask the most ignorant questions you've ever heard anybody ask in your life but it's sometimes entertaining sometimes good and if you're uh if you're into that particularly if you're a Chiefs fan all that's going to be aired tonight you've got your Monday evening viewing plans already sorted out well I guess that's enough for today again the Razorbacks don't play until Saturday so when we get together on Wednesday we'll kind of catch up maybe something will happen between now and then who knows We'll be inching closer to the Super Bowl. And as has been mentioned before and will be mentioned again, there's only one high school in America that's got two players 
that are going to play in the Super Bowl on Sunday. And that's Fayetteville High School. Dre Greenlaw, Brandon Allen, both for the San Francisco 49ers. Probably more Chiefs fans listening right now than 49ers fans. But B.A. and Dre Greenlaw have had really great NFL careers. Regardless of what happens from this point forward, if it all ends today, they've had great NFL careers. And I know, again, they're experiencing something that uh, only a very, very few ever get to experience. All right, that's enough for today. We'll reconvene Wednesday. Till then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.